Get me bracket. Instagram. Discord. This is a film. Spike Young sucks bad. What, no Q&A? As a filmmaker, he is nothing. A zero. He's a, a pig piece of shit. I always wear this bucket hat when I'm directing. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Anderson. If your agent calls me in any way whatsoever, you're fired from the film. I was right. obsessed with trash. The movie's trash. You know? And you'll never make it in this business. Never make a movie. Why do we have to see his That's fucking name in the movie? Huh? Very creative what you do. Podcast. You don't see a film and say... Joe Schmo did the fucking food. Bro, Catherine. Make out with girls. Drug Vaseline on the way. Okay, when the public's watching, I don't have no business. I'm a podcast. Josh Safdie. You are a creative. You get it. Doritos bags look mad different. Reduced glass ratio. But you time to admit you are a fan of the Iron Man. Gritty New York City. I'm crazy about sound. I go mentally ill. Let the creative people talk to the money people. I don't make movies. I make films. We got Iron Man. Got that Tony Hawk is in the house. I'm my fucking line producer, trust fund, baby. These guys are liberal filmmakers, they cannot be trusted. Steven Sonnenberg is a There's a whole group of guys who pretend to be making special films. Pod, 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 pod. Get into it, buddy. We're doing it. All right. We are the Ion Pack. This is the Ion Pod, the podcast hosted by the Ion Pack. We're back, everybody. Hello, Packers and Heads. Um, Yeah. I'm going to apologize for the cold emergency. I sent KJ a text saying Maxwell Young said there's a cold emergency. That's how you know. That's how you know we're establishing a warming center. In the words of David Lynch, as quoted by Daniel Arnold, you need to go away to come back. So true. And we've gone away and we're coming back, everybody. <sighs> yeah. Just so everyone knows, if you think it's been too cold around here, we're not just sitting around. We're not being lazy. There's a lot we're not of resting big our things laurels. coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that require a lot of work, full time amount of work. And that's, uh, that's what we've been working on. You'll see them all very soon. I actually do have some notes. There was something that happened recently I know, that I notes. really want to talk about. Bring out about. the notes. I got an email recently working on a movie, working on a big project, and there's been a lot of email exchanges, and it got me thinking. Love those. I wrote this note down. People writing annoyingly long emails in film versus the Chad. Yeah, I'm down. No money musician. Okay, so we're we're making we're we're producing this movie. There's this thing going on can't talk about it but there's an email there's an email chain going back and forth and in order to convince somebody to work on the project they had like 15 questions after like the seventh email of like well how many days and like how how long are the hours and like will i have transportation like can you book my like an uber account for me in advance and i was just like reading this like list of demands and i was like what the fuck is wrong with film people why is it always like this like in the music world it was always like yeah i'm down to jam tonight like to get people to work on film shit it's some like you have to like pay for their whole shit their whole life for the whole month to figure out you know what i mean like somehow yeah. this is a person who is from out of town i mean big shouts to the whoever it was but <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i'm saying i just like 
Well, I started. Well, no, what you're saying is it feels like uh, in film, everyone forgot their love of the game. It's just not creative. It's not like it's not like going to your friend's house and like jamming after school. It's like somehow like planning something like six months in the future and like so many things. You have to tell them so many things like details about what they're going to be doing ahead of time. And I'm just like, where are the days of just like, yo, let's like meet up and like make something together. Yeah. I hate the planning of it. It's so annoying. Yeah. I wonder if that's, well, I mean, film is, is a little different, but I wonder if that's like an exclusively New York thing. I mean, I guess anyone who works in film for the most part, they're in major cities. So that's, whereas like in musicians are just, everybody who's less on, professional. It's less professional. Everybody who's working on this agreed. It was just I'm like, do you want to do it or not? It's but like, what are you asking? All these I also, for? I also think that less musicians have professional not that they, they they have professional aspirations, but they have uh, they feel like it will never be their life, like it will never be their main source of income. Right? They're, they're like that's not a goal. That really. is the difference. It's like that's a bonus. That's like maybe I'll get there one day. I'm not no, going to think right. about it. I'm yeah. not going to plan on it. In film, everyone's like, I need this to, is my career. Yeah. yeah. No, and I get and I need the, to like I get keep them. you know they need to keep hitting these goalposts to build it up as a career. Whereas not, musicians are just like, well, this is never going to be a career. It's just, it, it's not a money thing either. Cause like I get that and I get people are like looking out for themselves, but it's just like, so not part of the creative spirit to be like, I'm not even going to be involved with your thing unless you answer all these like annoying ass questions after the seventh email. I'm like, what has my life become? <laughs> I used to just like hang out with people and make stuff. And mm -hmm. now it's somehow like email question time. I know. And th this is why, but this is why people have agents, managers. I know. So they deal with these emails and you don't have to. And that was the thing. I, and like, you know, in the early days of doing, not a spot, anything, I used to get really annoyed. I was, you know, I was on the, if your agent calls me in any way whatsoever, yeah. you're fired from the film. That was always my vibe. Yeah. But then now. That's still my vibe. <laughs> but as things chug along, I'm like, wow, I actually respect that so many people have been down to not get management and agents involved. Because. You know, you know my shit last year with the agents and managers. I like, I was really losing my cool. I haven't grown out of it. It's like, it just always is annoying to me. I'm just like, this is inhuman to, to like converse like this. I understand the, the purpose of it though. I'm, I'm essentially just being a big baby, but I really do. It, I do think it has something to do with film versus music though. And I think it's something that's wrong with the way movies are made is that like, there's no like generous generosity of spirit when it comes to just like, yeah, like let's all try to make something together. Yeah. It's some like, no, you better like figure my f whole fucking life out before I come. It's some like, then I don't want you there. Yeah. Like, no, it's just, just true. Find the people who like want to be involved. Which is, has forced me into a scenario where I'm like, no, but, and this isn't even a, like, if you want money, that means you don't care. It's not that. No, but it's just like, you can tell this, the essence of saying. someone, the way someone, you can That's tell if someone it's wants a to vibe be thing. It's yeah. like, someone's getting courted over email for like 10 emails. I'm like, this is too much work. Like it's a, it's like us with guests. It's I'm like, yeah, if you want to do it, Let's, let's go. Yeah. Even if a girl's flirting with you, you can tell if she's into you or not. It is. No, it's a girl thing. It yeah. is totally like a foreplay thing. thing. It's yeah. like, I'm not finna talk you into this shit. Even if she's <laughs> saying all the all the types of things that are like, you know, she seems down. It's like you can tell if she's actually down or if she's just flirting. Yeah. And it's always just like a way bigger victory when like everybody's down for the cause. When everybody's yeah, clearly just like game, whether it be a girl, a film project, a music project. I'm serious though. Yeah, down for the a girl being down for the cause. <laughs> yeah, the cause being you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like my cause. <laughs> That's what it is, though. No, 
You know what I'm saying, though, and it's just like something I miss about music. And I've I've been trying to create a scenario for myself where I'm filming something where everybody just like is down to like experiment and just like shoot stuff, and there's no like, oh, we have to figure out lunch in three hours. It's just like no, we'll f- and like maybe we'll go to dinner after or something. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's yeah. low stakes. Mm-hmm. The, the stakes are constantly so high in film that it's just like. It just kills my creativity. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like going to become a camp counselor or something. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. a, I'm like going to do some other shit where I'm like going to be having fun all day. Yeah, I'll be a camp counselor. <laughs> they have so much fun. Yeah, I guess so. I went to the like the fucking Easy Wag with Rebecca's dog the other day, and like the guy working there. What's Easy Wag? It's just like some like doggy daycare. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. dropping off the dog and. The guy working there, I was so jealous of him. I was like, look at how happy he is. He's like chilling with the dog. I mean, that seems like a sick job. I know. I think Robbie wants to work there. <laughs> but I was just like looking at the people that work there. There was a girl there too. And I was like, these people are just having a blast with the dogs all day. I was like, this is such fire. And they're getting paid for it. So I'm like, this mm-hmm. is their job. Their job is to work with the dogs. Yeah, that's sick. And I've been thinking about that. I was like, I want to just do something I enjoy. I worked at a cat shelter in high school. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was sick. I never had a job like that. I loved it. I chill with cats all day. Sick. Like teaching. I mean, I do. I like potting. I guess it's still the only job. <laughs> it is like teaching. What do you want to teach today, Curtis? <laughs> Campaigning, Curtis. Really like that. Yeah. I. That was, didn't they find out the Myers Briggs was kind of bullshit though? Am I, or am I mixing it up with something else? I have no idea. Was there like a th- Twitter thing? No, I thought that it was some like. What do you mean? It's bullshit. Or it, it's like, I was uh, just like, is it? I mean, everything. well, no, because it was some kind of like, you know, they came up with the sixteen personality types based on some oh, type right, of right, like right. peer-reviewed like psychological study. Yeah, type yeah, shit. yeah. And it was somehow like the study was like totally off and wrong or something. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, Curtis is a campaigner. What's yours? I don't know. I didn't do it. Oh. I, don't, I don't care. No, but the point of me bringing that up is essentially just to say that like. Because I know, obviously, young film people listen to this. I just want to say, like, I don't want people to get down because there's so much planning involved with film. And I think there is the equivalent of what I like to call cinema jamming, which I've been partaking in recently. And I think it's an answer. Because, like, regardless of, I don't know if what came out of the night we were filming the other night, if that's, like, a movie or if it's even the start of a movie. But the experience of just, like, getting together with people and making something reminded me of, like, meeting up with people in a band to jam mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't matter if there was a song it's like jamming was the point the yeah. point was like that you met up and you did and you like were riffing right like that's cool and like movie making doesn't really have that because it's some like oh well did you get your budget did you get make the schedule did you like talk to sag you know what i'm talking about it's like all this bullshit it's like no it's yeah. like <laughs> I'm, I'm finna make something yeah so, yeah i'm finna jam this is what I'm saying. This is why you get other people to do it for you. You need representation. I actually think it's part of the reason like we like partying so much or like throwing parties or events. I'm actually serious. Is because it's so immediate. Mm-hmm. It's like you get something out. It's like obviously you're not making anything, but you can like listen to... A, I mean, you're making an event. You are creating some sort of experience, but it's very immediate. It's like the point of it is to go to it and be there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like the sometimes in the course of making an album or a movie or something it's like you're working for a really long time on something that's longer and like you have to sit with it and it can only be experienced once it's released but a party is the thing and you go to it and then it's over and there's pictures yeah do you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. something like really like beautiful about it 
I know. I've said parties are art. It's why the new Magic Mike movie actually made me extremely emotional because there's this like weird, really cringe like voiceover thing where they're talking about like how beautiful dance is and it's like the ultimate form of human expression <laughs> in this like young British girl's voice. But I randomly started crying when they were talking about it because I was like, it's so true. Like it's so immediate and it's just like the purest expression. It's like, I mean, you can practice and rehearse and like get good at it or whatever, but like the act of doing it, it's just, it's instantaneous. It's like, yeah, well, it's also like not, I mean, obviously there's choreographed things, but like if you, you mean like dancing in like a, on like a dance floor, just like, no, but like the, the human desire to congregate and dance together is mm-hmm. like one of the oldest bonding human experiences that we have as, as, as like a species. It's like, it's been happening since the dawn of time. So like people get together and like start like moving around. Isn't that, yeah. It's like really insane. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people get together, it's like banging on a drum, like back in the day. It's like, it's like moving. It's like grinding. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, that was why, I mean, this is why I love not just noise music, but why I was attracted to that, but why I love elements of that within music because it feels like the purest way to play an instrument or, or whatever you use just yeah. to make sound. It's like more pure than like playing. Or it's like, you know, like way. a lot of like, like people in film also like get into like painting randomly. Yeah. It's like Lynch, obviously painting, harmony painting. I mean, we've talked about this with like, Paul a little bit with the boxing stuff and Theo with the bowling, but it's not really like a hobby thing. It's more of like a, it's like an, it's low key some like Eckhart Tolle, like the power of now style shit. It's just like the experience of something being the point rather than being a means to an end. Right. And I'm getting really into that because film, I think takes you really far away from the now because you're always planning. Mm-hmm. You're always like, Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, we have 15 days, and then there's we have to do all of these things in those yeah. days. Well, I remember we had this conversation a while ago where I was saying, like, for me, when I'm writing a song, it's like, or just doing anything, really, but obviously, that's the yeah. best example. Um, anything creative, I mean. I, it, there's, like, the idea stage where it kind of lives up here in the abstract, and you kind of, like, understand the contour of what you want to do mm-hmm. the kind of trajectory of it you you understand the shape and and like you kind of like feel what it's going to portray aesthetically like you, it's all in the abstract and I, like that's the most exciting part yeah it's like that's also the lynch shit where he talks about ideas that's the most exciting part then when you have to like start bringing it down into reality it, it starts getting like more and more tiresome no, people talk about that with movies too. That like r- the writing stage is dreaming, and then shooting it is like reality, and then yeah. editing is like dying. Yeah, it's like this like weird natural right, life cycle. Right. Some, I mean, that's the, like when you're writing it. When you first get into writing from the idea stage, it can feel good, and then all of a sudden it starts feeling really bad, and it becomes this like. But people talk about writing as such a painful process, which I agree with, and that's why when I was watching the South Park documentary recently, wow, six days to air or whatever it's called, you should check it out. It's on HBO. Um, but just the concept of like a fun writer's room is just so beautiful. Like writing with people. Cause it's not really writing. It's like people are just like, bou- they're jamming. They're like ideas jamming on what the episode can be. Yeah. Like it's like, what's his name from um, Barry? What's that actor's name? Barry? Yeah. You know that show? No. What the fuck is that guy's name? The funny guy. The guy who they deep faked looking like Tom Cruise. 
You know the comedian? Oh, yeah. What is oh, that, that guy's name? Is wild. I completely forget. You don't know that guy's name? No. But that guy's in the South Park writer's room. Fuck, what is his name? Oh. Barry Show. No dead air. No dead air. Barry Show is taught, or uh, Bill Hader. Oh. He's like in the Wait, writer's room. Wait, that's who's a Tom Cruise deepfake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to see like the most amazing, epic, like first deepfake video that no people didn't know that it was fake at first, Bill Hader on late night turning into and morphing into Tom Cruise. Yeah. But he's in the writer's room for South Park and just like they're having so much fun. Like they, those guys really created an existence for themselves, which is just like constant, like pure fun all day. Yeah. Like they're in, they have a huge office dedicated to making South Park. And they're just like talking about like really stupid ideas all day. It's so it's is such new South Park heat. I started watching. Yeah, it's heat. It's like still amazing. Yeah. Um, Big shouts to Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Fuck, what were we? Uh, I had I had something I wanted to. Oh, I don't know if you want to pivot off this topic yet. But yeah. Um, well, I know you've been watching Entourage. I was kind of like leading him with the writers' room thing. Oh, uh, okay. We can go there first. I think a lot of those TV shows were made from this idea of kind of like writing jamming like co- mm-hmm. comedy tv show like sitcom jamming in the writer's room like those things obviously like like with entourage like doug ellen is like he wrote it or whatever but there's there's multiple writers on those episodes and clearly they part of the reason the like the juice of that show is so kinetic and there's so much energy like th- those episodes are so amazing because like the connective tissue bringing you everywhere there's it's just constant it's so snappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like so fun and I feel like that's only really possible unless you're like a god tier writer with like if you're in a room full of people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I know. Well, that's what I'm trying to like. Like those episodes weren't slaved over for yeah, years by no, the one man. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what everyone, you know, everyone likes to talk with me about music now about like, whoa, like you do it all yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but not because like I want that yeah it's not i'm not like i don't want this to be like a, this is like my i'm like this singular brilliant guy who's like sitting here doing everything and i only want my vision i don't want it to be touched it's that was just a matter of circumstance that it just happened to be just me because i couldn't really find anyone who yeah. I was working with on music in that way um but i don't i don't want that i love collaborating yeah i like you know i love bringing other people and it, it, it always will give you more ideas when there's someone else someone else in there exactly. I mean even like when I would start to mix everything with Gabe it was like once he started getting in there yeah I would some I would end up changing certain things because just the way he, the way he moved things around the way like yeah, yeah, the way yeah. he brought certain elements out made yeah. me think it needed something like that you know what I mean it's like you always yeah. get an idea from someone else even if it's a complete accident you're jamming yeah I'm just saying like the point I think jamming is really important like even yeah. and not not to say that like you shouldn't plan out a whole film shoot and like do the schedule or whatever, but like make it important because like all great directors or filmmaker people do this. It's like once you're on set, like jam with the DP, jam with the actors. It's like the best stuff is always going to come out of stuff that's like real in the moment. It's true. Never. That's why like you know, and even when I, when I'm starting to interpret things live, uh. I mean, I'm not like lackadaisical about it. Yeah. Like, it can't, I'm not just like down for whatever. They need to sound right. Yeah. But like, you know, because it's the people who I, the band who I get to play, it's like they weren't part of the writing or recording process. So then when we like try to interpret it live, yeah. sometimes the people, like the people I play with, 
because I've played with multiple different people, whatever. They, some different people who I'm playing with for that show will have like a new idea mm-hmm. or they'll have a new way of playing it or it's like they're slightly changing something or yeah. it's like the way, it's just like, you know, and I, it's great. It's amazing. I'm like, I, I'm so down for the live version to be different because it's that's like the beauty of having someone else there. Like, that's like why certain people's playing styles are very distinctive even if they're not doing anything that crazy. They, they have like a certain touch yeah. that they bring to things and each person has that. So it's like, it behooves you to see what someone else can see, like where someone can jump from, from your idea and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. And also I wouldn't fucking want it any other way. And I think it's a great parallel for not to be this podcast guy, but I do think it's an amazing parallel for life in general. I said to someone recently that I think the only thing I've learned over the course of my life is that I I don't know anything. I think like the only wisdom I have is that thinking you know anything about anything is wrong. Yeah. Like being open to like really just not knowing. And I was like, that equates to wonder. Be a good nothing. And yeah, be a good nothing in the words of John Frusciante. But I was like, why would I want like the creative process or life in general to be any different than not knowing what's coming next. I was like, that's like what's sick about a movie. Like that's like what makes life interesting. Yeah. Well, I've probably even talked about this before, but in music school, I was in the free improv ensemble, Mm -hmm. which was like, sometimes people don't even play instruments. They just like, I like ran, I like sometimes I would usually play guitar. Sometimes I would just use a pedal board and like make like, a feedback loop and like fuck with it. You know what I mean? Just make noise. Yeah. There's people who just, whatever you would use extended techniques. You weren't, it was just like pure expression. It was not like, yeah, there was no score. There was no key. It was pure expression, but it was like a really hard, I don't mean this is humble brags. It's true. It's part of the story. It's really, really hard ensemble to get into. Like you had to like audition in a very serious way. And I didn't understand it at first. I was like, I was like, oh, this is just some like Art Sarah Lawrence pretentious nonsense, shit yeah. that this is like hard to get into. Yeah. Um, but no, once I was in it, I realized like, oh, this is why it's hard because people think it's like, I mean, classic. It's you need to know the rules. Yeah. In order to break them, thing, but it was like it, you needed to understand how to play with people. Yeah. And play off people. Yeah. In like a really advanced way, in order to be able to do it in this way that like you weren't playing parts. Right. You weren't even. And it could, like you could just be like hitting your instrument, you know? yeah. And it it just it it taught me how to play with people better than any because I like did all the like real or like the tonal and like jazz ensembles and shit. Yeah, this like opened up playing with people in a whole new way to me. But like everyone wanted to be in it because you know art school like all these mm-hmm. freshman kids like wanted to like oh I want to like just make noise like that's cool yeah yeah. Um, but it's, it, you really need to like be on a certain level to do that kind of stuff. Well, it's like, I think it's the same thing with potting. I actually feel like (laughs) potting as little as we do it, um, (laughs) has taught me how to like converse better with people. Cause I'm like pretty quiet, quiet guy. And like, I don't, it's lucky. So not true. What? You're lucky. So loud. You think? Yeah. That's because I've been coming out more recently with you, and you're like, oh, you're randomly like not mysterious mystery man, quiet guy. You're, you're you are friendlier than me for sure. 
No, I think I tend towards shyness, but then when I'm, I feel comfortable, I'm like off to the races. Yeah, true. true. You, know what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the reason I'm kind of harping on this is because, and I'm not just trying to like extend this to like life or be some like, you know, new age, whatever, but it really is true because I've been thinking about it a lot recently is that like playing with the elements that you're like playing the the hand that you're dealt to some degree in your life mm-hmm. and jamming with that hand is real like if you don't know how to do that like you'll fail at anything you do like you have to like adapt to the to, to the elements yeah like any element of your life like your relationship your financial situation and it's not like even just a manifesting thing but i think just like being able to like react to all like you know life does throw you a, a ton of bad shit but being being able to like have fun in the chaos of that and like jam, literally jam with it i think is like part of the fun yeah because if you if you had like and we've obviously talked about this a million times but like when you have a very set vision of what your life should look like or what your movie should look like or what your album should sound like or what your painting should look like isn't that kind of boring to just like execute that there's no yeah nothing interesting about that to me because mm-hmm. like I, there's been a million times where i've heard like an amazing like some like daft punk song and i'm like oh man I, this is like randomly so easy to make like i should just fucking make this <laughs> but then i'm like i don't actually want to just like make somebody else's sh- like why do i want to do that or if i see a great movie i'm like yeah. oh i want to make this movie it's like the movies ma- that movie exists well, I- Dude, I was I was just saying this. Where was I saying this? Um, oh, I think it was in the uh, Indie Sleaze pod thing. Um, I've I, I've noticed this. I've only really no, no but this is pro- I can't. I don't know how long this has been the case, but it's definitely been the case. People really don't like their minds are blown by artists who aren't just doing X. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, see this movie. Oh, he's doing a Scorsese thing. Like, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Oh, I hear this. Oh, he's doing like a a nineties thing. Like I see what he's doing. Yeah. Like, okay, that makes sense. If they can't just pinpoint like, oh, this is XYZ rehashed, people like start to lose their minds. Like they can't understand it. I just don't like since when did that become the standard? It's very That's weird. why I have such a strange affection for movies that like aren't even necessarily successful but like are unique. Like yeah. we were just talking about upstream color, and it's like I random I like don't necessarily think it's a great movie, but like right. I admire that it's like really not anything else. Like I really yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know what it is. Right, and it feels like pure expression. Yeah, and it's like right. It was like a product of where he was, and not like what he was obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. It's Skin and Marink a little bit too. I'm just like, oh wow, this bull really yeah. just made this. I do appreciate that about Skin and Marink. Yeah. Um, that to me is like a higher. I I rank movies like that on a higher value system than movies that are just like doing a prestige thing or doing like a poverty point thing or doing, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like, Oh, this is just like, they're just varying degrees of like this genre of movie yeah, being good. Like, you know, it's not even to insult that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, obviously, you know, if someone is doing a good version of a kind yeah, of music cool. I really like, I'm obviously going to like it. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't, I don't think of it as like a exactly. the highest level of artistic. Yeah, I like agree. I really think, uniqueness on some level is like really valuable to me yeah it's because like you know all artists were all like nerds who like got really inspired by certain things and wish that we did them or like how can we well, well but see that's what we're after is evoking the feeling that that thing that we loved evoked for us and yeah else. that's what we're after so the like kind of subconscious obvious way to do that is to do it 
you do it as well. Yeah. But there's uh, there's something else. Just I'm saying you got to like boil things down to their essence or something. Yeah. It is an essence. It's like thing. that's what I'm saying. There's there's the reason you liked that music affected you so much was the way it sounded is part of it, but there's yeah. like other reasons. Yeah. There's like the, the time and the place. There's the, the I don't know, depending on what it is, the lyrics or like mm-hmm. the subject matter, like the way it all kind of fit together. Like there's all these subtle things you can like break down and break down and break down. There's so much more to it than just the way it sounds or the way it looks or whatever. So you need to like, I don't know, kind of atomize it more like that yeah. and, then, and then work off of that, if that makes sense. What's really good, everyone? We're finally back. I know it's been cold, but we're here to set up a warming center. That's right. It's just the two of us, and we're back to go the fuck in, as always, talking about film people emails versus musician emails, uh, irreversible straight cut, cocaine bear, most slightly off movie ever made, Damon Albarn, jamming, you know, so much more. That's only a little bit. You can hear the full thing at patreon.com slash the ion pack you already know patreon 